It's the Hell Fucking Yeah podcast. Oh, hey. Oh, you're both together. I thought you were going to be like two separate Zoom screens. <laughs> That's what I was told. It, this works. This is great. So on, well, on my left, Jade, and on my right, uh, Aubrey. I got that right? Yeah, sorry if my cat is going to meow, but she'll stop. <laughs> it's, it's no problem. Believe me, I've dealt with much crazier. This is Jade. Yep. This is Aubrey. <laughs> I've been practicing it all day because I mix people up all the time, So, but I totally got it. I totally okay. got it. So welcome to the Hell Fucking Yeah podcast. I'm so happy to have you guys here. Um, yeah. How are you guys? Great. We just ate some poke for lunch and some Halloween candy. Oh, nice. You know... I, my wife and I just bought a bunch of Halloween candy from like the club because we live in a back street and we get a lot of kids nice. and, it's on, and it's on a Sunday this year. So Good we're expecting job. a huge crowd. And I, not, not only do we buy like the little things, but we get like the big bars and we give them away to like people have like cool costumes. You're the cool house. We yeah. are the cool house. People know um, people want to come to us. Because nobody trick or treats here. One time I was like, I'm so excited. <laughs> I have the candy ready. I'm like, I'm going to sit here and watch movies and then like tan out. Not a single person came. Yep. <laughs> I know. Dang it. I know. And it's, it's really disappointing. Yeah, but, but there's a but to my story. Um, <laughs> we eat it. <laughs> we eat it before <laughs> the day comes. <laughs> so I'm glad to see that. Uh, oh, it looks like Doug from big feet is trying to enter the room i didn't let's i didn't right. know that was happening let's let's get him in <laughs> doug are you there can you hear me i can mark how's it going i'm doing well how about you yeah excellent i was just checking everybody was uh on we're we're all here we're all good um i can't see you though unless you don't want me to see you you know whatever oh um, no one I wants to see, see me my friend <laughs> No one wants to see that today. So, uh, well, look, I'll, I'll disappear then. If um, and we, we've got Aubrey and Jay together, right? Yeah. We got we got them together. We're all set. We even got the cat. Oh, fantastic! Okay, great. Well, look, all you right. don't need me then. I will. I will leave you to have a wonderful conversation. But on the end of the phone, if anybody needs me. Thanks, great. Doug. Thank Thanks, you, guys. Bye. Bye, bye. All right. So, uh, where are you guys? At my house in Nashville. Nashville. Nice. Yeah. Yes, I get a lot of people from Nashville. Um, so your debut album, Breaking Point, uh, I was lucky enough to hear it because like, I get cool perks by doing this. Uh, it comes out next Friday, October 22nd. Um, I love it. Thank you. I really, really love it. And I, I, I don't know, I kind of thought of this thing. I don't know if you're going to like it, but like, I felt like Dolly Parton meets Black Keys meets Veruca Salt. Does that work for you? Love it. Because that, that's kind of the vibe I got from it. I, I really love it. Um, you, you've, I was reading a few things and you faced some challenges as far as like being pigeonholed in like the Americana or, or folk kind of roots uh, genre. This album breaks all of that. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we love Americana. We feel like we've obviously been embraced by Americana with our solo yeah records but one of the things we had in common was kind of our rock edge and this record i feel like pull, pushes fully into that realm and we've been played on alternative radio and stuff that i've never been really played on before so that's been fun um yeah, yeah and we we embraced the rock and it all kind of just happened organically we weren't like we we're gonna make it it wasn't like calculated really nothing that we did on this record was super calculated but right it just kind of organically evolved that way and it's been really fun 
Well, that's the most amazing thing about it. Now, you guys met. Now, did you know each other or were you like fans of each other before last year? We played back to back at Americana Fest. Okay. Yeah. yeah so 2019, um, you know, I walk into this venue. I'm supposed to play in like 20 minutes and Aubrey was up on stage just killing it. And I was like, I'd never heard of her before. And I always kind of like primarily listened to like older music. I, I didn't really, I wasn't very ex explorative with like new artists. Like now I am inspired to be, but then I wasn't so much. And so I hadn't discovered her music and I became an instant fan, started following her on social media. And a few months later, I was preparing for another solo record and had written this song that was like very personal to me. And mm -hmm. I just couldn't get, her sound out of my head of like that that moment of singer perform and so I was like might as well just ask her if she wants to do harmonies on it sure. and that's all it really was supposed to be like that like, and then everything else just like aligned it's almost like somebody just like we just got in this roller coaster and like just took off with, yeah. every, with creatively like just things just happened like they were they were meant to happen or something there were there were little challenges or no challenges really somebody asked us earlier <laughs> what's the most challenging thing like or like some difficulties you guys have had and i'm like, like we're not being like uh, we're not hiding anything we swear there's literally not any yeah i was like <laughs> the hardest thing was probably get my way to sing shifts covered yeah to record the record like we've had was. plenty of challenges like with our solo stuff but like with this project everything really just aligned yeah well you can definitely hear it number one and without me knowing any information if i were to hear it blindly it sounded like you guys known each other your whole life. Like that's how, that's how, you know, you're saying organic, that's how organic it really sounds and really is. Um, there's so many elements in it too. You, you, it's like vintage rock, modern pop country. It even kind of has like a punk energy to it. Um, you know, and you can hear so many influences in it. Uh, so who are some of your biggest influences? You can do it each or just if you have like a collective influence. <laughs> yeah. We grew up listening to old country, both of us. Um, we also discovered rock and stuff. And we, I love like Led Zeppelin CCR era. And I think you do yeah. too. And then also we grew up like Nirvana and, you know, the White Stripes and, and the Cure and Maddie the Cure, Star. Maddie Star, yeah, the Strokes and like, you know, so that era of rock too. Um, and I think all of that kind of, we, we bonded over loving like um, Wrecking Ball by Amy Lou Harris. And, mm -hmm. As like our all-time like yes this song this yeah song and um, so we do have a lot of similar influences um and i don't know yeah, yeah. It's, like you said you feel like when you listen to it you think we've known each other forever and i feel like we definitely have known each other in a past life because yeah, I mean, all the, yeah. the similarities and synchronicities and like little things not just, just musically but like no personal. it's weird it's super yeah. <laughs> freaky like hey, listen it works yeah, <laughs> you know it works. I <laughs> I have so many things like that in my life too, where it's just you know how did this happen? How did this connection yeah, happen? It just totally. it's just it's meant to happen. You yeah. know, twenty twenty was you know people want to erase that year, um, but if you can always find a silver lining in yeah. something, it's definitely something like that. Sure. Uh, so glad you guys <laughs> made it together. That's it's it's insane. It really is. Um, so Aubrey. Um, What's your musical background? Where did it all start? I, I know you have a few albums previously to Jackson and Sellers Breaking Point. You have Far From Home and New City Blues. Yeah. Um, so 
where, where did it all start? You know, where were you in a musical family? Yeah, so I grew up in Nashville. Um, my dad played music. He played with Ricky Skaggs and Vince Gill, and he's a singer and songwriter. And then my mom is also a country singer, uh, Leanne Womack. And then my stepdad is a producer and a publisher. So I've grown up completely immersed in music and uh, in Nashville. So I grew up around it. There was I actually felt a lot of pressure because of that. So it was I was scared to do my own thing. And I also wasn't sure, I was never forced. Like I was never like, I have to have a career in music, but with music being such a deep part of me, I mean, even my grandparents sing and my, my, on my mom's side, my grandfather was a country DJ. And then on my dad's side, they, his whole family was a gospel group, you know? So, wow. um, so it's been going back generations. Music is really in our family. Um, so I knew it would be a part of my life, but I didn't know what I was going to do specifically. So it wasn't, an, I mean, I got my first guitar when I was 13, which is another thing that we would share. We started playing guitar around the same time and wow. um, writing songs and stuff. And, uh, yeah. And I, it wasn't until I was probably 20, 19 or 20 when I really started to go, okay, I have kind of an idea of what I want to do and started writing more seriously and then, you know, getting a publishing deal eventually and then making my first record, New City Blues. And uh, everything's been kind of a slow process for me, like an organic process. And sure. I, re I recorded that record in 2013. It didn't come out until like 2016, you know, and, and it was kind of similar with my second record. So this happening so quickly and everything falling into place so quickly yeah. was really different from what I'm used to. <laughs> right, right, and that's got to feel pretty, pretty good too. That's got to feel great. cool. Yeah. Um, rewind one second because you said Leanne Womack. That that's your mother. Mm -hmm. Now I don't. I'm not really well versed in country music. I live in New York. We don't even. There's not even a country music station here. <laughs> uh, but that is a huge name. That's a really big name. Um, so you said it so casually. So I just wanted to go back and just tell everyone to, just a little name drop. That's, that's a, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> it's a big deal in country, yeah. You know, it's like, it's, it's a challenge for me because, you know, I, I feel like I, in a way you just, I think when you grow up with someone who's well-known, you feel mm -hmm. like living in their shadow a little bit. So mm -hmm. it's been a big part of me. I don't usually even talk about it unless it's brought up, you know, right. just, but it's like, I, you know, try to do my own thing so I can feel like I have my own identity. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I had, you know, a similar situation. I had um, Niall Marr on the show, uh, whose father is Johnny Marr of the Smiths, mm -hmm. oh, right? Yeah. He's a musician as well. And, you know, he feels like that too. And he's like, yeah. we didn't even talk about it at all, you know, and yeah. because you, you are, you're your own individual person making your own thing without it doesn't the name doesn't matter but i just had a i just thought it was funny how casual that was um, <laughs> uh, so jade how about you um your musical background how did it all start for you well one thing i'll say is when i did see aubrey perform i didn't know her history like I didn't know that she had been so successful like other than just like seeing photos on her Instagram and watching her live performance and listening on Spotify like I didn't deep dive into her stuff until we were actually making the record and so like I didn't you know obviously like you said her mom has a big name and she's very wonderful and but I didn't make that connection when I like fell in love with Aubrey's music and I, and I think that that's so cool and like special that she can get out there and like blaze her own trail and then it's like oh yeah well also there's this but that like you don't use that 
to get to where absolutely yeah um which i thought was super cool and also i was like wait what you know kind of like um but then also i remember when we were making the record just like lying in bed couldn't sleep staying at staying with aubrey here in nashville last year and then just kind of like i've never really googled her let me like google this person i'm making this record with (laughs) she's like on a late night show and i'm like oh you know because for me I didn't grow up, my dad loves music, but I grew up in the restaurant business. Like my dad opened a restaurant when I was a baby. I basically lived there as a child. And then when I was 12, he opened another restaurant, moved the family to this small town. And it it took a, a really, it took about seven years until they started making money and could like hire their employees. So like as a child of parents who had done that, I just grew up working when I was really young and music was kind of like an escape for me. And after we get home from working at the restaurant like my dad would usually like turn on like the, we didn't have tv growing up so he he would like play like you know Towns Benzan or Bob Dylan or just like these artists that were like very songwriting forward mm-hmm. and that's how we would bond like after we worked at the restaurant and so that was kind of just like my escape and when I started writing we were the same age we were like 13 when I started playing guitar and stuff and just gravitated more towards like lyrically driven stuff. And like, that's what I wanted. I wanted to be a songwriter. I knew that I didn't know I was going to be performing. And um, yeah, it's just, it's a long road. It's just, I used to want things to happen so quickly, especially when I was like 13, 14, 15. I'm like, it's got to happen to me. It's got to happen right now. And then all of a sudden it's like 2021, 2022, just get a record deal. And then you get a record deal. And then, your record ha- doesn't come out for three years. And then it's just like, you kind of just have to like put your hands up. And this project I feel like was such a good testament of that, but it also like was the least challenging of projects that I've ever worked on. Sure. So, like, I'm very excited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and you very well should be. It's, it's like I said, it's so good. Um, I just want to touch on one point too. Like when I get these interviews, like Doug, he'll, he'll send me an email and there'll be a little blurb about the band or whatever. And I mean, listen, let's face it. There's a million artists out there, especially nowadays where you, it's all DIY. You can do it yourself if you wanted to. Um, But then when you look deeper into it, you're like, whoa, holy shit. Like what? (laughs) Like I had no, when I got the email, I had no, no idea you guys already had solo careers. You know what I mean? When, when you dig deeper into it, it it's, it's crazy. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, I, I find that mind blowing that the way, the way this whole thing connected. Um, so uh, one more thing, Jade, you, you worked with Mike Ness of social distortion um, on your two albums, wilderness, wilderness and gilded. Uh, so was that like a dream? Like, how did that happen? <laughs> yeah, no, that, that was definitely a dream. Cause I had, you know, <laughs> Besides, I kind of started waitressing full time and doing my musical career simultaneously because my parents did open the restaurant where it was just ours and it wasn't like another business partner. They were able to like enslave their children to work full time. <laughs> <laughs> so I started making a bit at the same time as when I picked up the guitar and my dad noticed some things in me and, and encouraged me to like, you could waitress and make this amount of money. Or if you go sit with your guitar on Saturday night for an hour, I'll give you the same amount of money. And all you have to do is play guitar in front of people. So he kind of like pushed wow. me you know, performing. <laughs> Forgot your original question. Mike, uh, my, it's all good. My, uh, Mike Ness. Oh, duh. Um, anyway, <laughs> so I, uh, um, I just, I did 
a lot of coffee shops and alleyways and street corners like with my guitar up and like really what my dad instilled in me is like play anywhere you can because you never know who's going to be there you know this industry is like about connections and things and so I'd kind of play everywhere I could and I did that for about 10 years and slowly started giving up like subconsciously I just just like I've been trying this I like homeschooled myself I literally, literally done everything I could to make this career my career and be able to like like live off of it and then all of a sudden it was like had been 10 years and so my plan b was to go to music school and I went to like a music college and um a bunch of other life thing happened things in my life happened that just kind of felt like it was altering my dream um and my dream was becoming more dim and unreachable and then at that same time I started rediscovering music as something fun and that wasn't so like career dense and trying sure. to life and so I was like home from from winter break or something and I was like I just need music to be fun like let's just go play an open mic and Aubrey knows like I'm very calculated and planned so me just going and playing a random show is like nothing I'd ever done and that's when Mike's wife she happened to be at the coffee shop and she filmed me on her phone and and messaged it to him and a week a few weeks later I was back at school and college and I was like cleaning my bathroom and like just like just like not a good place and then I get this phone call and I pick it up and it's like, here's my dad. I thought it was a joke. Like, right? <laughs> I thought somebody was like, but um, it turned out that it was him. He was interested in working with me and that resulted into a couple records. And we were, I'm in contract to do one more record with him. He's really helped me a lot. So. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> and that, that's, that's one of those things too, where like you see it in a movie, you know, like you're cleaning the bathroom and like yeah, your, yeah. your life changes with a phone call. And yeah, I'm like, oh, that. Index in one hand, like a rag, like I'm looking at myself, yeah. I look like dog shit staring at myself. Yeah. I mean, it's like, no way. Like, I'll never forget that. Yeah. So, uh, I always say, like, that's something that's only in the movies, but apparently not. So, mm -hmm. that's that's really cool. Um, so, oh, Aubrey, you've characterized your sound as garage country. So, what does that term mean to you? Yeah. So, um, when I first started recording and doing pre-production for my first record, I obviously knew I had like a big rock influence and, and actually two of my favorite records are collaborations, which were Raising Sand by Robert Plant and Alison Krauss and the record that uh, Family Rose that Jack White produced for Loretta Lynn. Um, and so there was something about like that rock influence combined with country influence that really spoke to me. And when I was doing pre-production for my first record, we were in there kind of doing some demos with acoustic guitar and I was just really not feeling it and that was when the decision was made like I'm only going to make my records with electric guitar so um from then on like I kind of pushed more in a rock direction and and um so garage country to me kind of means this like I'm influenced by blues and bluegrass and country and and rock and all these different things but it's got kind of this garage rock undertone or overtone if you will to it and then this record our duo record, I feel like pushes pretty much straight rock almost um, with a little bit of that. Absolutely. And Jade, would you say that your uh, some punk influence comes from working with Mike Ness? Um, and uh, yeah, well, as far as like the way that my records sound that I've done with Mike, um, we're obviously influenced with him because it was, you know, we produced them, but I was a fan of Social Distortion, um, which is his band, before I worked with him. And so I was more influenced like in his his own work before I got the opportunity to work with him and that kind of seeped in. But 
I always wrote primarily like in a more folk forward direction. Like I was so obsessed with like songs and like the craft craftsmanship of a song. I focused more on lyrics and, and that structure. Whereas I feel like Aubrey was more interested or more more interested than I was in like the sonic faces of the songs. Mm. And so I feel like that's why we we worked really well together because she you know she just was able to kind of like show me this new way of looking at songs and I am you know it's, it was such a fun process for me yeah um when did you start recording the album last October a year ago yeah wow wow <laughs> and so how long did you guys know each other before you hit the studio <laughs> we literally met once <laughs> yeah one time wow it was like hey fly across wow stay with me yeah I know and yeah I, <laughs> I guess we're in we'd like drove to the studio every day and we're just like we're just like we're fast friends it's like we knew each other before it, so. it's I'm, I'm telling you it's the theme of this episode I can't believe it like <laughs> 20 minutes in you guys make an album like that <laughs> <laughs> like I know like you know for you know 99.999% of the world don't know us on a personal level they just yeah. see like interviews or like shows and it's like you have we look a lot more extroverted than we are mm -hmm. like I'm very you know growing up in the way that I did where I was always working with my family or like burying myself in songwriting I didn't socialize like I didn't get like that opportunity and I always felt a little uncomfortable around girls like girlfriends and like the whole like let's get ready at my house and go to this party to like the movies like I never had that and Aubrey's kind of like the first like really true girlfriend that I've had besides like my sister um, and it just was super cool. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. And you know, in a way I, I started doing this because I was, I wouldn't say socially awkward, but just kind of reserved, quiet, you know, and I was like, I want to break through that. And so I started doing this, started talking to like people on the internet <laughs> and, yeah. and here I am 60 something episodes later and I'm doing like radio shows and, and all this other stuff. And I would have never imagined in a million years. Uh, yeah. Once you like break out of that shell and, and you face the face, the if you want to call it a fear, yeah. uh, it really, it's really rewarding. <laughs> sure. It really is. Um, so there's a few tracks available now from the debut album, Breaking Point, coming out October 22nd. Again, uh, The Devil is an Angel, Waste Your Time and Hush. Uh, there's a music video for The Devil is an Angel. I love the video. I just watched it just right before this. Um, I mean, obviously, it's very simple concept, yeah. but it works. It's just, yeah. just, just like the music, just like the album, just like you guys. It just works. It's perfect. Um, and I love seeing music videos because I feel like they're kind of a lost art. Like I feel like they, they've made their way back around, definitely. But I feel like there was a period where you really didn't see music videos, you know. And I know that has a lot to do with MTV not playing music, um, but. I'm glad to see that again. Uh, when did that now? How long did it take for the album to be completely done, like start to finish, writing, producing it, and everything? Yeah, I mean, like we said, it happened very quickly. Very Within fast. a couple of months, I think we started everything and then had recorded it initially. Mm -hmm. I think it wasn't until January or no, sorry, December that we like mastered and mixed it. Yeah, mixed and mastered and like completely finished it. Mm -hmm. It was pretty much done before that. Um, and then, you know, I don't remember when we did the photo shoot and all that for it, but um, sometime, what, what month was it? Sometime know. this <laughs> year, earlier this year. Yeah. <laughs> um, we it's hard all, to keep track of time now, I know. But it yeah. all, it really did all happen very quickly. Yeah. Um, 
And that's what's so crazy is like, I've never put out, I've never made a record kind of come out a year later or have songs come out, before, you know, it's just, yeah, it all happened very quickly. Um, and it's fun that way because it's still new to us. Like, sure. you know, yeah. usually like by the time your record comes out, you're like, I'm bored of this. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like don't even release it. I don't even want to hear it. Anymore. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, that, getting, that, yeah that's really cool. Um, so not only is it available digitally, but, it will be available on vinyl and CD as well. You doing the cassette thing or no cassette? I want to do a cassette. <laughs> so bad, I love the cassette. But maybe, maybe like if hey, if y'all go buy the record, maybe they'll be like <laughs> my cassette. Yeah. Um, Same but, goes with music videos. We'll put more out if people buy the record. Exactly. Then we'll have money to do that. <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, in December is when the physical copies come out. So that'll be cool. We're, we'll do some more stuff around that too. So we have like the digital release October 22nd and pre-orders are up and everything. Okay. will be available in December. And now you can pre-order the vinyl. You can pre-order it on jacksonsellers.com, aubreysellers.com, jjackson.com. It all brings you to the same place. Yeah. Um, but it'll also be available on Amazon, Bandcamp, all that stuff, right? Yes, everywhere. Very easy to get. Um, yeah, I love vinyl. And every time, I'm, I'm definitely going to get one of you guys. I'm pre-order right after this because I, I like to uh, not only support the artists that I have on the show, but just support, you know, the arts in general. Um, you. And you can, you guys are on Instagram, Jackson Sellers Music. Yeah. A um, couple of fun questions. Okay. If you're down, we can do it individually or, yeah, let's do it individually. So, uh, Jade, your biggest pet peeve. Mm, when people are late uh-huh yeah i feel like we should value each other's time more and musicians are big on that you know but they're like yeah oh, like, i didn't know that but i'm on time to everything. yeah she is yeah I'm a early actually <laughs> that's why that's why it works so well you know i can't stand that either you know i do um i do a lot of live shows like this isn't live but yeah. uh like if it's on at 12 o'clock and you're, and you're on at 1201 i'm not happy yeah <laughs> Like yeah. I'm live, you know what I mean? Like you're, yeah. you're messing up my, my everything. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, what about you, Aubrey? Pet peeve. Mine, I have, I have so many pet peeves. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I, I really get annoyed by slow walkers. I've noticed <laughs> really people make fun of me for how fast I walk. Like I, I'm just don't know. I don't know why, but, but yeah, I get annoyed yeah. by slow walkers. I also don't like it when people honk their horns when they're driving. Unless yep. it's an emergency, let's yep. not be honking. Right. Those are, those are great ones. And I can tell that you have like 30 more. <laughs> um, I need to know these things so I don't cross the line. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't stand slow walkers either. I am a very fast walker. Like, yeah. my wife's like, where are you going? I'm like, to the store. I'm, I'm going to, or, or the aisle or, or whatever. Like, what are we, what, what are we waiting for? Yeah. Um, unless you have like a disability or you're old move. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And the honking the horn thing. I live in New York, so that's just the background ambiance of the whole state. So, yes, I know. <laughs> so, so many, and I hate to say this because Jade just moved here from California, but so many mm. people are moving here from LA and mm -hmm. I'm trying to hear more honking and I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> We're the friendly yeah. city. Right. No, it's funny. It's funny. I just, we actually just took a road trip to Colorado. And once you leave the tri-state area, which is New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, um, you realize how different people really are. Yeah. People say hello to you. They yeah. let you, they let you go in traffic. Yeah, exactly. um, 
it's crazy here everyone's just trying to i don't even know what they're trying to do yeah. it's just they're just angry and aggressive and it, it's absolutely nuts I know. but it's nice to see i mean i lived in connecticut for a while too which is totally different than new york yeah um, and when i first moved there you know people i'd be in the store and so be like hi how you doing today I'm like, who are you what what are you why are you talking to me <laughs> but then I got used to it and I was like, oh, I kind of like this. This is nice. Yeah. yeah. Then, I got, then I come back to visit here and it just, it's in my blood. So it just starts all over again, you know? Totally. <laughs> yeah. You're just going to get in your car and go. <laughs> yeah. 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 It, and it, what really is funny is on the way home from, so we drove all the way to Colorado. And when we came back, it was just, there was nothing. There was no traffic not, until you hit New York. As soon as you get into New York, people are screaming at you, beeping, you're sitting in traffic. It's like, take a little note, take a note from like one state over, like even yeah, Pennsylvania, like note. they all get along and just the <laughs> traffic moves and yeah, it's selfishness is what it is. Yeah. Everyone's trying to get in front of each other. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, Jade, um, bad habit you want to shake. <laughs> Talk bad about myself. Too. Okay. Yeah. I feel yeah. like it's like, it's like this weird thing where I'll just be like, Oh, I'm stupid, or I'm this, or I'm that, and it's like, well, you know, I need to be nicer to myself. Yes, so she helps me with that. Be she nice helps me with yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then, Definitely. Even though they're just like words, and like maybe even if I don't believe it, or I'm just saying it because I feel uncomfortable in a situation, like I'm still like programming my brain to think that. But, yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's good, and that's good that you have Aubrey to uh, bounce you out there. Yes. Um, what about you, Aubrey? Bad habit you want to shake? <laughs> mine is probably being sedentary like i need to exercise more <laughs> <laughs> okay um <laughs> i i love to read and like i'm super introverted i feel like all the activities i enjoy require me to sit right so <laughs> i'm like i really that's something that like i'm constantly having to force myself to do because i i just yeah that's a bad habit yeah no i gotcha i gotcha i gotta do the same thing um all right both of you guys what's on your record player right now or, or your cd player or what, what are you listening to on rotation <laughs> mm, let me uh i always listen to so many different things but actually uh, so i was aubrey and i have like a press day today and i thought it started at one and it started at 10 and coming from somebody who hates when people are late i was right. like, oh, like rushing over here but then my my savior is always music, and I just felt like listening to um, "I Want to Know What Love Is" by Foreigner. So that's what I was okay. right here, and I was good one. Singing, and I was like, "Aubrey, I need to do this song." But um, I just I love all music. I've been listening yes. to a lot of these lately, like you know, like old blues and um, yeah. I'm looking through mine, I'm like, what have you just listened to? Like Justin Bieber? No, I'm just <laughs> that's all right. Um, I guess that's all right. Playing on repeat, repeat, repeat is um blackout days by fantagram oh fantagram that is um the guy from outcast oh is right it? yeah oh no oh wait I, i'm half right okay. okay so there is a group called big grams and it's big boy and fantagram okay okay okay. oh that's cool it's amazing well i have to listen to that yeah 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 and i noticed you have a death row record shirt on too so <laughs> You guys are definitely, I'm the same way. I listen to everything. And, and what's yeah. really funny is like, I never really listened to too much country, um, but yeah. I'm listening to, I'm finding more and more like good artists like you and 
a lot of people that are in that, and I'm not just saying your country, but I, mean, I get a lot of people from Nashville just from uh, Big Feet. Um, and I'm starting to like really get into it now. And I would have never listened to it before, really. I just, I, my mind wasn't closed about it. It's just, I didn't know it existed. When I hear country music on the radio or I see it on TV, yeah. it's kind of this top 10 yeah, pop good. country stuff that I'm just, I, I'll probably never like, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there's that edgy, cooler stuff that you guys do. And it's, I'm really digging it. Thank you. All right. Um, Jade, guilty pleasure song <laughs> of all time. Like it could be the one I old. Count. <laughs> that, that counts. <laughs> um, I, uh, guilty pleasure song. I don't know. I guess the one that throws most people off guard because I listen to like a lot of old country punk rock and roll is when like I'm, I'll put on like some Jack Johnson or something and okay. like, I listen to this and it's like, dude, I, I can be like having the worst day ever. Yes. Banana yeah. specifically, if I want to jump off a bridge, like that song, <laughs> I don't know why. It's just like, I, I, little I heard it when I was going through like, something in my childhood and I just, my, my neuro pathways connected to like, it's my medicine for hard times. So people sure. don't know about me, but yeah. I kind of love him. Basically. I think that's really cool. Actually, <laughs> my, my wife's a huge Jack Johnson fan. And I always, I, like, I, I listen to, like, a lot of, like, heavier stuff. I like punk and things like that. Yeah, same. Um, like, oh. And I always appreciated the musicality of it, but I never really got it. So I asked her, I was like, what is it about this that you like so much? And she's just like, it just makes me happy. Yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Duh. Because <laughs> I listen to music that essentially can make you pretty angry. You know what I mean? Well, that's the weird thing. That's why <laughs> It's not guilty, but it's just like strange to me. It's because like the sadder songs usually generate more yeah. joy in me. Like mm. Dan, I'm like, yes, I'm not so alone. Like everyone's hurting right. like me. But then Jack right. Johnson is more of like that, like it's all good, which I don't usually gravitate toward. But for whatever reason, <laughs> yeah. And I know exactly what song you're talking about. I've heard it a million times. <laughs> Actually, what's even crazier is my our wedding song is a Jack Johnson song. It's uh, it's Angel. Aww. You know that one? Yeah. yeah of course. <laughs> so yeah. when her phone rings, that's the song that goes off when I call. So I always hear that. I always hear that one. Um, how about you? Okay, Aubrey? so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I hate to say guilty pleasure because I don't want to insult anyone's music. <laughs> no. I mean, there's stuff that I like, you know, what people probably wouldn't expect to listen to. Like I listen to Ariana Grande. I listen to like pop some pop yeah, music, yeah. you know, Lady Gaga. So I like the most recent one was probably like No Tears Left to Cry, Ariana Grande. I listened to that one. On Dude, Facebook. I listen to her when I'm running. Talk about trying not to be sedentary. Yeah. If you're trying to go on a job, just listen to her. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, how does she sing this good? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's great. Yeah. I, um, I relate too. I can, you know, listen to the poppiest pop and then yeah, listen I to like that. death metal, you know, I can listen to anything. Um, but yeah, for me, I would say like, definitely like, well, I, I like Lady Gaga. I, I don't even think that's a guilty pleasure. I think she's really, I think she's really good. But it's like, really, it's pop, you know, it's just not what you might expect. But yeah, I, right. I think they're great. They're right. Really yeah. I think for me, it'd be like Maroon 5 or something like, because they kind of, <laughs> once again, we don't want to kill anybody's, we don't, <laughs> we don't want to yuck anybody's yum, right? But um, 
they're not that great <laughs> but <laughs> I, I like i like this i like the songs they stick in my head um all right one more question how much fun did you have here today on a scale from one to ten ten being hell fucking yeah <laughs> ten. awesome awesome uh i really enjoyed this this was a lot of fun and um <laughs> yeah one time one time someone gave me an eight and i was like oh that's like one time one of my boyfriends said i was a seven yeah, yeah. and that's, i was like that that is so mean i know i'll never forget it i'll never forget it wow kick rocks. Oh, yeah you know i was like dude you just gotta say 10 like you have to say 10 like even it. if it, even if it wasn't eight you gotta say 10 otherwise yeah. i have to cut it out you have to say hell fucking yeah. That's the point yeah. of the show. <laughs> wow, that's funny. I was like, I appreciate your honesty, but re- <laughs> yeah. redo, redo. <laughs> um, so yeah, breaking points out digitally, October 22nd. And then the uh the physical copies you said December. Do you have a date or um oh do we well, I don't know the date for the physical <laughs> okay. December. Sorry. Sometime in December. Get it for Christmas. Get it. Yeah. Get it for Christmas. That it should be before the twenty fifth. Yeah. Um, and it's available for pre-order on JacksonSellers.com, Bandcamp, Amazon, all that fun stuff. Um, I had a great time, guys. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you for the awesome music, and thank you for for being here. Thank you so much. All right, guys. Thank you. It's the Hell Fucking Yeah podcast.